This episode was brought to you by Built in Buffalo. Go check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're a Buffalo Bills fan, it's a must follow. Um, go check their post out. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Red Zone Football, the fantasy football podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about top 10 running backs going into the 2020 fantasy football season. Make sure you check me out on Instagram if you guys do like what you hear. If you want to comment on a couple of my posts, it's at Red Zone Football with the same logo you see on my main page for the podcast. I go over mock drafts, boom busts. I'll be doing stardom and sit all year. It's got my rankings, my player profiles, who I really like, who I'm staying away from. Go check it out. Give it, give it a follow. Um, moving into it, let's get right going with Christian McCaffrey. He's the PPR god. He is the number one overall pick. He is the running back one going into the season, and I would have to bet money he'll finish the season RB1-2. The guy, back-to-back 100 reception seasons, he had over 1,000 receiving yards and over 1,000 rushing yards last year. The touchdowns are endless. The guy just scores and scores and scores. I didn't have the luxury to have him last year. I actually went, I had the number one overall pick. I had Saquon Barkley instead of Christian McCaffrey. At the time, I just, Saquon Barkley was just like, He's a Barry Sanders player. He's unstoppable, but obviously with his ankle injury, he really never got to that level where I thought he'd be, and Christian McCaffrey was the best fantasy football player last year. He's going to be the best fantasy football player this year. It's not going to go away. Saquon's the number two. I would be drafting Christian McCaffrey over Saquon in every single draft. Um, and I played against McCaffrey a lot of weeks. Unfortunately, he just absolutely he brutalized my, he brutalized my team. And he scored like 33 points on me every time I fucking played him. It was awful. So you don't want to be on the wrong end of things and not draft him as number one. He will, again, boom every single week. Going into number two on the list, it is Saquon Barkley. Like I said, he's the second best fantasy player in the league, second best running back in fantasy football. He's a stud. He's very, very tough to bring down. He has it all. He can pass catch just like Chris McCaffrey. Doesn't get as many targets as he does, um, but really great pass catcher. He's got a stiff arm. He's got an insane juke. He's got just legs of steel. I mean, you, the guy can run and bulldoze over everybody. He'll spin you. He's going to get a ton of touchdowns this year and a whole lot of rushing yards. Probably, realistically, I think he can get... 1,300, 1,400 yards this year, uh, close to 15 total touchdowns. It's got to be a nice year for Saquon. He's got to be healthy. It's going to look a lot like that rookie season, and he's just going to blow up. RB2, second-best player in fantasy football. Moving forward, third-best player in fantasy football, Ezekiel Elliott, also RB3. The guy's a stud. He's he's a clear top running back in the league. There's no question about it. The fact that people even discuss the fact that he wouldn't be top five is kind of just, it's very disrespectful. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the guy's just been absolutely unstoppable every single game, every single year that he's played. The passing, the pass catching ability is there. Obviously, the rushing touchdowns are there. The rushing yards are there. He's a back. He's an overall stud with still a pretty good O-line there. Zeke's the top three player. He's a top three running back. Absolutely take him at that three spot. If you have either of those guys as your RB1, you're already starting off just tremendously. Just don't worry about it. Those guys are going to fucking lead your team to probably the playoffs. Those guys are studs. Moving forward, 
I have RB4, the guy who was literally unstoppable at the end of the season where you couldn't tackle him, and he was just going for 200 yards and like three touchdowns a game, and that's Derrick Henry. He is the most unstoppable force in the league, and guess what the Tennessee Titans are going to do this year? They're going to run, 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 and then deep to A.J. Brown. Like, that's what they're going to do. Derrick Henry is going to beast it every week. He might go for 1,600 yards and 20 touchdowns. I, I just I don't see him being slowed down at any point unless for some reason they just can't run the ball in the game because they're down by too many points if they just have a bad start in the game and they can't go with their game plan but if they can follow a game plan this guy's getting 100 rushing yards a game with a touchdown a game like it's that's what you're gonna get when you draft Derrick Henry he's the RB4 he's an absolute stud he needs to be taken um he has less upside than players like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Zeke just because then that's why he's at RB4. His upside isn't where theirs is, but Derrick Henry can do it, and he's a great RB4. RB number five is Alvin Kamara out of New Orleans Saints. He's a great player, really nice pass catcher like the others, and that Derek, that's why, again, another reason Derrick Henry is at RB4 is because his pass catching ability really isn't there, where CMC quads and Zeke all catch balls every single game Derrick Henry's a little iffy in the passing game um and I, they're just they don't use him like that Alvin Kamara great pass catcher RB5 here Saints are an awesome offense they're always moving they're always scoring Kamara's gonna get his this year rushing and receiving he gets a ton of targets he's probably the one of the better RB route runners in the league he looks like a wide receiver when he's out there it's it's quite incredible He's RB5. You got to take him early. You got to take him in that first round. He's typically going around pick five right now. What I've seen is people go CMC, Barkley, Zeke, and they kind of mix between Kamara and Michael Thomas. I would take Michael Thomas just because he gets an insane amount of receptions and it's going to happen again. So that's why he's a little over Alvin Kamara when actually drafting. But Kamara is the guy, definitely a first round talent, probably top five talent. Josh Jacobs. Yes, he's my number six. I mean, he's not he's not a stud at PPR, but I think they're going to use him more. I mean, you got to get the guy the ball. You have to get it in his hands. He, he can't be brought down. He's very shifty. He's a touchdown maniac. He's really great at the goal line. This offense will be even a little bit better than they were last year with more passing, more pass catchers and Henry Ruggs. I think it's going to open it up, less st- stacked box for him. Josh Jacobs is a top 10 running back in reality. He's going to be a top 6 to 7 running back in fantasy football and that's why i have him there and that's the list um so don't be afraid to take him i mean what i've seen is i personally am targeting him right at the beginning of that like he's typically going right at the beginning of that second round if you do 10 teams he's like the 11th or 12th pick i think i would go from there every single time i think that's a great pick because you'll probably be what pick seven eight nine or ten Depending on who's there, you don't have to get him in the first round. You could probably sneak him there. But by the time of end August, he'll probably won't go past the first round. He's that talented. Up next is Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals. I This guy is very consistent. He gets 1,000 yards a year and a really bad offense with a really bad O-line with not great QB play, or and they didn't have A.J. Green all year last year. So the passing attack wasn't the same. same. 
Joe Mixon got a lot of stacked boxes. It was very hard for him to get what he needed, and Andy Dalton wasn't even playing the whole season. They were kind of just like going back and forth. This year, they drafted Joe Burrow number one. It's just going to open everything for everybody on that team. A.J. Brown, AJ, excuse me, A.J. Green's going to come back, and he's going to be great. He's A.J. Green. What are we like? What are we even talking about here? We're just going to expect him to be bad with probably the best quarterback he's ever played with. I know that's saying a lot with Joe Burrow. He hasn't taken a snap, but the guy's uh, he's a legend and he's a winner and he can really he's got a nice fucking pass. He's got a nice touch to it. I think Adrian Green has a great year. So it's going to open it up for Joe Mixon and getting his dunks, his screens, his passes, and there'll be a lot more holes for Joe Mixon this year. I think he goes for probably 1,200 yards and 10 TDs. He's really nice at the goal line as well. He's a very shifty guy. I say take him. Up next is Miles Sanders, actually, and he's my RB8. Miles Sanders is, was just electric last year. really came out of the scene really broke out very fast very shifty guy also awesome in the passing game so he's a really good ppr option for you he's in a good offense he's in a good enough offense i think carson Wentz coming back 100 percent, getting Ertz back and dallas godare out there they'll be able to mix it up and sanders will see a lot of opportunity and a lot of holes i think he has a really good year and that's why he's my rb8 uh, rb9 i have nick chubb nick chubb's a really really good running back he could be a top five fantasy football running back if Kareem Hunt didn't exist or if Kareem Hunt wasn't there. I mean, I can't put him higher than nine just because of the fact that they're going to use both of them and both of them too much. Like Kareem Hunt deserves opportunities and he's going to get them and it's going to take away a lot from Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's still going to get his, but I can't put him any higher than that. And that's the reason he's a great player. If you do get him as your RB1, you're not going to be completely upset. He is going to have boom weeks, but he's not going to be consistent enough or get consistent opportunity where he's going to beat out those other guys. They're kind of like workhorse running backs and he's not going to be a workhorse running back fully if you know what I'm saying. So Nick Chubb, number nine. And the Cleveland Browns, I mean, they're the Cleveland Browns, guys. They haven't gotten it together. They still haven't gotten it together with Odell Beckham, Landry, Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield last year, David Njoku. They couldn't do it. I mean, what are they going to do? I oh, If they can't figure it out, Baker probably has to go. That's just my feeling on the Browns, and they got to figure it out with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt at this point. Um, and finally, my RB10, it's Le'Veon Bell. I'm sick of the, I'm kind of sick of the disrespect on the guy. He is, he's, he's a top 10 running back in the league. There's no question about it. There's no argument. He is that good. The only thing holding him back, obviously, is that he's on the New York Jets. But I think the Jets having a little bit healthier of a team and a little bit better of a passing attack this year. And, and, and also, their O-line did improve. They drafted a couple of big, big, big offensive linemen to kind of fill in a couple spots. I think Le'Veon, with his vision, his athleticism, his speed, his agility... Um, with a little bit better of an O-line and his pass-catching ability, if they feed the man, he could finish top five. I think you're getting him a steal currently. He's going pretty much round three or four, maybe even later in some drafts, and that's just a steal. You're getting an RB1 in round three or four. It's like the Chris Carson thing. He's he's right around there as well, and you're still getting an RB1, but Leif Bell has more upside than Chris Carson. So going over the top five, you got CMC at one, Saquon Barkley, RB2, RB3, Zeke, RB4, Derrick Henry, 5, Kamara, 6, Josh Jacobs, 7, Joe Mixon, 
8, Miles Sanders, 9, Nick Chubb, 10, Le'Veon Bell. If you're wondering where Dalvin Cook is, Dalvin Cook is or was my running back 5 this year um, before he decided that he was probably going to hold out. I can't put him in the top 10 unless he signs. I mean, he's currently he's sitting at 11 just because I have him there. I mean, you're taking the upside at the at RB11 at that point, hopefully hoping that he signs, but he can't be a first round guy at this point. You've seen people get burned by Le'Veon. You've seen people get burned by other situations where just like Melvin Gordon, just you can't be taking these guys. They hemorrhage your team and it's a waste of a pick, especially the first round. Imagine if Dalvin Cook does sit out in the first and you drafted him in the first round like pick six or seven you are you're kind of you're probably screwed if you do it so that's my only fear i don't know if they're going to get a deal done or pay him there's a lot of like sketchy stuff going back and forth where they said dalvin cook said he was going to report to camp and then his agent said he never said that then he reported for the COVID test so i don't know what's going to happen with him it's a very risky pick but obviously the talent's there he has upside of like the top he has an upside of being finishing in the top three maybe top two like that's how good he is i just need him to sign for the team i mean he has durability issues as well let's not forget that before drafting him that early before he even signs a deal it's kind of a risky pick that's why he's not in my top 10 but thanks for listening make sure to check me out on instagram at red zone football have a great day and um come back to see my top 10 for qbs wide receivers tight ends defense and kickers have a great day